Good evening and welcome to this week's Weaving Web 3 with me, James. Me, Chris. And me, Stash. Today, we've got two topics. Uh, one is about an NFT project that we're very excited for. I'm very excited because, as these two have just said, I'm popping my cherry. I am losing my, my NFT mint and then uh, release reveal virginity. Um, so, boys, this is a project that Stash, Stash is spearheading it. It's not his yeah. project, but he's the biggest advocate <laughs> in the world for it. Yeah, he's taken over. So yeah, he wishes founder. he was. Supreme yeah, leader Stash. <laughs> yeah, that's me. We've mentioned it in other weeks, but the project's Ghost Boys. <laughs> or the Ghost Boy Lives. Is that what it's Ghost called? Ghost Boy officially? Lives, yeah. Ghost Boy Lives. Um, it's by Ivan Lua. Am I saying that right, yes. Stash? Yeah. Um, who did Cool Cats. Yeah. And he also is part owner or founder of Alpha Labs. Yes. So it's like a collaboration between all of his companies really isn't it mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah it's an nft collection stash got us to all go and follow him when he had what 200 odd subscribers 200 followers 200 followers subscribers. yeah there yeah. we go I'm, I'm too in youtube mode 200 followers <laughs> on twitter and as of now let's have a quick look and see where we're sat bit of ghost boy that's probably 125k in a space 121.6k like in a month I mean, it's it's crazy, isn't it? That is pretty mental. I'm not gonna lie. And we've been saying this like months ago as well about this project. So like, yeah. there is evidence of us being OGs. Yeah, there is it. evidence in these videos of us talking about it. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And what's been fascinating is like, so having watched this, I haven't ever seen one of these launches before. But he strikes me that he's doing a very good job of building hype. Absolutely. Mm. So so I mean, like yeah. To so, go from so he joined it says Ghost Boy was joined at Twitter in November, right? So to go from zero to one hundred and twenty-one k in two months—that's insane. But I, don't, I don't even think he was posting no, in November. Wasn't. Probably he just no. got it and then just had the name locked away, didn't he? Had the name, yeah. But, but, but I, I'm just going to talk about some of the things I've seen him do because obviously this is my first time. <laughs> So, Chris, be gentle with me. Yes. So, <laughs> so there, there are a number of ways. So, so this project is doing a whitelist, and they're doing a guaranteed whitelist, aren't they? So that everyone who's on the whitelist gets guaranteed to purchase an NFT. Yes. Not necessarily. So he said. So basically, there's there's two different types of whitelist, right? There's an oversubscribed whitelist where it's basically like, oh. Uh, he he explained this when he was talking about it. Um, basically, when they oversubscribe the whitelist, they do like a collection of ten thousand, and they put twenty thousand people on the list. So it's basically like half the people. That way, they can kind of guarantee that they're going to sell out. But quite a lot of people that did get whitelist will miss out. Whereas he said, so basically, what happens? What he's doing is he's oversubscribing it by a tiny amount. So let's say he's doing 6,666 um, of these ghost boys, right? <clears throat> and he said he'll put between seven and a half and 8,000 people on the whitelist. That way he can guarantee it's going to sell out because statistically about 90% of the people on the whitelist will be sort of clicked on know what they're doing know that they're on the whitelist in the first place yeah yeah and he um, also really irritate oh my god i can't speak english he made sure that the people that are minting are like in from good communities so there's there's not going to be a public sale 
So he wants it for like special communities that he's handpicked that are getting these spots or like they do fan art yeah. or people that are very loyal to the project. So I, I'm not sure, but I think there will, for us, we will get a guaranteed mint. There will be a, a slight pre-mint because we hold the Blockalizer a project that was launched by Alpha Labs, which is- I was going to say. Yeah, so- we we haven't announced the fact that me and James yes sorry <laughs> me and I James phoned in today yes I, I screamed at you guys because I accidentally uh, on my break saw that um the found uh Elu the the account is called Elu was doing a spaces on Rug Radio so I just tuned in and I was like like listening and then it hit me saying like there's going to be a free there's going to be another snapshot because the original snapshot was kind of just like out of nowhere and no explain people... just to people what a snapshot is yes yeah, so basically a snapshot is uh where let's say i want to take a picture on the blockchain of every single person that's holding let's say stash token so whoever's holding stash token on the 21st of december at 10 a.m you've all made the list. And if anyone else buys a, let's say, stash token after that, I don't know that. And they won't be allowed to do the mint. They won't be in that special whitelist. So that's why yeah. a lot of people got like, were like, oh my God, blah, help kind of thing. And they panicked. And then when they announced it again in the spaces, before it even ended, I was like, guys, you need to buy this blockalizer now, now, like do it now. And then shortly after you guys FOMO'd in, the price skyrocketed to, to like three point three point three five it was at yeah uh, I but we didn't point, sell because we didn't sell it, it did hit point four actually it, it hit point, point four, so, point four five is where I that's where I sort of won was it I didn't think I actually would actually ever sold but there were certainly some selling for point uh, four point uh, point four two yeah both me and James managed to secure one at about point one seven. Yeah. But the thing is, right, the reason why I specifically didn't FOMO in earlier was because he had said that he had taken a snapshot like a month ago or something yeah, yeah. like that. So basically, like really early on, he was like, oh, yeah, snapshot's taken. And I was like, oh, so everyone that has it then... It was. He listen. didn't really give long enough between announcing that he was going to do the snapshot for Blockalizer and doing the snapshot. He didn't announce that I'm doing a snapshot. No, we didn't sort of go through any of that. Um, yeah, it was but, more announced right, on so Blockalizer itself. That was the problem, I think, because a lot of people don't didn't follow the yeah. pro the other projects. So that's how people miss out, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah. But it, I do agree with you. It, there wasn't saying there will be in the next few days he's taking a snapshot, which I do agree on your part. But... The thing is, it's, yeah. it, I, I get that they're, obviously both accounts are run by him, but it's not hard to retweet your other accounts post just so that everyone sees. Do you know what I mean? If Blockalizer posted... Well, maybe there's... But like I think it's for the true like followers. There must be a strategy to generate double hype. Yeah, like... when, when he initially done that on the block, on the Alpha Labs or oh, Blockalizer I just, I just Twitter, thought that was a way of raising additional cash maybe i'm a bit of a, a pessimist but i thought it no, was i released this connection this collection i then pump up the sales twice potentially and then get a little bit more volume bit more cash in your pocket potentially maybe mm. i mean we're just a bit cynical but well i mean you're probably right to be fair because this is basically this project is to fund other projects right yeah yeah, yeah. so to it's going to 50 percent of the mints from uh the profits or the mint profits from um ghost boys is going to the venture studio that they're, they're saying that they're going to launch and incubate more projects and 
this is not this could be first time alpha you're hearing this but potentially not confirmed there could be an ex nft exchange launching or something like that. but that this is he said that this is in the research area because this whole studio is to develop technologies and research things but like i think alpha labs is going to be a big player over the next few years which i'm going to did you to. guys i mean i'm sure you did because lots of people have but did you guys see invisible friends when that minted? yes invisible friends yeah. i know that yeah so invisible friends did a similar sort of thing when they were minting where you had to in order to get onto whitelist you had to hold both of their other collections that run character collective which is the uh people who run it um own and both of them ended up pumping to like one ether and now yeah. if you look at it like they're they're way down from there but it's a good way of raising capital and raising awareness for your other Absolutely. so i think it was like slim hoods and mod mod rollers uh which if i look at them now uh mood rollers sorry um if I look at them now, Mood Rollers is at 0 0.06. At its That's peak, it was at, I mean, it's got 10,000 ETH um, sort of volume traded. And at its peak, it was at two and a half ETH. Oh, yeah. Um, and Slim Hoods was also is at 0 0.07 with about 10,000 volume as well. Mm. And uh, at its peak, again, it was at. Let's have a look. Come on. Um, yeah, uh, 2.7 average price. E. Mm. And that was all because of because um Invisible Friends was so so hyped up. Um, I, yeah. I suppose it's a great way, isn't it though? Like if you're if you're launching a project and you get hype, if you were planning on giving away whitelist anyway, it doesn't cost you anything. Because essentially, you give away the whitelist, and then people get the opportunity to buy. Yeah. yeah. So all you do is you just say to all of your friends in the space, "White, I'll give you whitelist, and then the next project that you launch, you give my people whitelist. We all pump each other's boats. Pumping boats is not a thing. Pump each other's tires <laughs> up. We all pump each other's yeah. tires up, and we all win. Yeah. Well, but I just that's what everyone does. I think they do that in every single industry, anyway, don't they? Of course they do. I just what I found really interesting about the way I've I've been watching his Twitter. I've got my bell icon turned on because Stash was like, "Do that," so I've done it. Um, Stash is a dictator of our group, by the way. He, he yeah. looks yeah. kind about... and stuff, but he is no political views aside. But he's After today, I think all all praise supreme leader Stash. Uh... Well, thank you so much. I appreciate. <laughs> exactly. We we put our lawsuits on hold, and we will, yeah. we will wait to see. <laughs> because now you're making money. Absolutely, Stash. That's welcome to capitalism. But... As soon as the green goes into black, then into red, you're like, here we go, lawsuits. Here we go. Yeah, what well, you, you see, the same happens with the, uh, normal government, right? Once people start losing money, being poor, like they start revolting. Whereas when everyone's rich, they're all happy, aren't they? Well, there exactly. won't be any revolts here. I'm, I'm telling you this: no revolts in my Me, Chris, have got to get you on order. The resistance. <laughs> yeah, I am going to crush. Stash is, Stash is sat there at the end of the episode, Chris, going, let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Every week he says that. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so they can't afford bread. So the future of Weaving Web 3, um, when Stash finds two people to replace us two. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be chat GBT and someone else, and like some <laughs> other AI software. Uh, oh, no. Enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Right. So projects that you've seen before, because it's my first one, thinking about like yeah. hype and giving, giving whitelist and stuff. 
the fav- my favorite thing that Ghost Boy did on his project, or whatever his name is, I really enjoy. He put a riddle out. So he tweeted what the answer to the riddle was. And then a few days later, put out a question riddle website, essentially. But it wasn't blatantly obvious what the first answer mm. was. So people rushed there and flooded it. And then that was that was probably the best opportunity for anyone to get whitelist. Because there's only a few yeah. hundred. Like, I think it was just maybe a few thousand, a few hundred followers that were still there. Yeah. So the, and that was that was bizarre. But that blew up because he he then had to take it off of whatever website he put in because it was just essentially getting DDoS. Crashing, yeah. Yeah, and so then he put it on Twitter and did answers in there. But then people were copying what the other answers were. Me and Stash were texting about it. I told Stash what the right answer was at the end, yeah, but we were too did. late. We yeah. did our one because we had the wrong answer. And then yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah. but during that but that was a great way of making hype. You know, he's done stuff like he did a traits competition, and I saw like there's some really cool ones. There were some naff mm. ones. Like this guy did like Viking hats. They were really lame, and no one liked them. <laughs> They were actually really oh, good yeah, stash. Yeah. They were actually really good. I thoroughly enjoyed them. Don't mention but... the chili pepper. The chili pepper. Oh, the, the ghost Chris, pepper. Chris, the chili pepper was genius. It was one of the best. <laughs> right up there with the ghost boy hot dogs that he's done. Yeah. But but he was doing lots of clever ways of building hype whilst promoting his project. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he gave you a trait and said, look, put traits on it, at which then gets loads of people engaged and he gets good ideas and it generates hype. This And he said, give it a name as well, like stuff like that. And then what was the other one? So he gave he did the traits. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Um art comp just an art normal art just, competition, just art competition. fan <laughs> art stuff like that. But again, the fan art was really good. Oh, it was amazing. That's Some the thing, of there are like, so many people that are better grand. than us. Oh, <laughs> yeah, everyone's but be- everyone's better than me, Chris. But <laughs> everyone's better than me in nearly everything. But no, it, it's been it's been really fascinating to me to watch sort of how this process has gone and how people are building hype. And I think yeah. if, if we come to a point where we do an NFT project, I'm going to be stealing all his ideas. Oh, absolutely. Now, I've been jotting oh, down how we're going to promote stuff. <laughs> we are nicking it. Absolutely we are. And of course, what we'll do is we'll give out some whitelist to our friends who are the OG subscribers here. So we'll, yeah. we'll snapshot it. We'll snapshot today, <laughs> right? And we'll give There's white 16 loss. people. <laughs> We'll give oh, 17 now. 17, 17. now. We'll give yeah, we'll give white subscribers to me, you, Chris, and my mate Phil. And then those, those will be the people who've got white <laughs> But no, I think like that honestly, it's given me some great ideas of how if I were to do an NFT product, I'd do it. And it's just interestingly though, it's not just an NFT thing. For me, it's been a massive marketing lesson. Like if yeah. I wanted to sell something, I think I'd now be like, okay, that that will make sense. Like my Person to person, me trying to sell you something, I'm probably quite good at. The idea of trying to sell online 140 characters, I would have had no idea. I know it's 280 now, but I'd have had no idea. But like having yeah. watched this, it's just changed my mind a little bit about like actually how do you create hype? Yeah. Something I've never had to worry about. But anyway, so so like we said, they share each other's projects. And we've got blockalizers now, so we should be on the whitelist. We have mm. blockalizers, so we are in the Snapchat. We should be anyway. That he's yeah. going to take today, and then we will be minting next week. Uh, and, the, and then you two walk me through, hold my hand through the minting process. What am I to expect? Yeah, just well, hope I'm not on a plane. That's well, it's either going to go super smoothly or it's going to crash. They're the only two options. I've never. Well, the had thing is, though, if he's whitelisting everyone, if everyone that. Is but the blockalizer people are going to do it before the main allow list. Oh, really? 
I'm pretty I'm... sure that's what he. I'm pretty sure because when I was listening to one of the talks, I'm pretty sure there will be two parts. There'll be like the OG people, then yeah. all the other people. I mean, that would be that would be very because good. he did because but... he was saying he's worried about the gas wars. So to prevent that, he's letting like the OG people who's been there from the beginning and block. Yeah, going. well, also, um, also the thing is, you can't necessarily have a gas war. If you closed it to everyone except from these specific wallets, no, that's that's true. That's very true. So, mm. so it won't so, be as bad, but there will be a bit of traffic. The thing is, right? All of these NFT projects, they always like or mo most normally they get botted if they're too hyped. So people are just trying to mint, 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 and then the gas obviously goes massive, and yeah, it's whoever pays them most gas mm. as transaction goes through um but if he's limited it to seven and a half thousand people trying that to me is very like it's good it means that there won't be as much of a gas war sure it'll be busy because people will be like as we said before ethereum processes 30 transactions a second right also did yeah. it right now it's gone down to seven when i last checked maybe it's seven more, but I, would, I i thought it was seven wasn't it really well, when I was doing my research, at least on my <laughs> project, it said 30. I'm just going to take that as 30. We can just go but on yeah, like, the uh, counter, but like, I was just thinking, do the math. It will take a few minutes to mint out, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to take a little bit. Um, so we need to be on it, obviously, still. But I'm quite hopeful that we're going to get one. Yeah, let's be quietly confident. Yeah. But no, um, so, but. So one thing that you said, James, before we started recording, uh, it was funny because um, you had hopium. All this, hopium. Do, yeah, of course, I've got hopium. hopium. Look, Chris, we are like, gam oh we are gambling. Why would you not gamble with hope in your heart? Oh my god, imagine if we had got a one of one, yeah, but um, that's what I that's the dream. Everyone, that, it is, but like, you've got to have you ever played the lottery. Now? So I want to share my screen with you. I've got uh, all the NFTs that I have um, that I have <laughs> actually revealed myself. Right. So here we go. Um, so are they all the ones in your hidden folder that I've rugged? No, no, no. So these, these none of these are in my hidden folder. So starting with Canine Cartel. Canine Cartel zero point zero two ETH floor. I minted it. When was it? Uh, a year ago, wow. <laughs> August the 24th, 2021. Uh, this was one of the first projects that I got into. Um, and it, it it basically rugged. It's not it's not a very good project. Um, but it didn't help mm -hmm. that when I revealed it, I got rarity rank 9,300 out of 10,000. And that's what happens if you don't believe, kids, right? Yeah. You need to believe, <laughs> otherwise God will punish you. Uh, so yeah. moving on. Uh, I've got I got a couple of lucky duckies. If oh, you've wow. heard of lucky duckies, they're, no, 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 they're no. these really cool sort of NFTs that um the guy has animated and he's created everyone by himself, sort of with faster scene and stuff like that. It's all stop motion. Mm -hmm. Do you want to accept uh, the so... wrapped offer? Hmm? Do you want to accept uh, that offer? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I got rank six thousand two hundred. Sure, it's better than nine thousand. Well, here's the question, though, Chris. How much did you mint for? 
Yeah, uh, I want to see I the mint. It was zero point zero seven. Uh, so yeah, it was zero point zero seven seven. Um, so it's down from there. I mean, the floor price is zero point zero four. Um, yeah, eh. I, I'm I'm sort of like I'll Hope just leave you. that until it does something, sort of thing. You know, the meme yeah. where, with the prodding stick do something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got six thousand two hundred and four thousand, which oh, both cool. are like either side of like the middle, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Um, and now here's one that I've minted, and I haven't. No, I didn't mint it actually. I bought it um straight away after How a month. Yeah, this is not not necessarily a proud moment, but um, I. But the I, moment we insist we see how much yeah, I want, I want to see this. This is I can see it's worth two hundred quid right now, two hundred dollars. Ouch, rot roll. Uh, no, it's not, it's not really worth two hundred because if you look at it, um, ETH was much more expensive when he bought it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I think I paid a thousand dollars. I think it was in total a thousand. Oh. Yeah, but I was I'm I'm still bullish on pixels pixel pets but obviously it's gone down quite a bit and i haven't revealed it so if we go here um you can see egg unhatched and the fire one which the legendary because there were four legendaries one for each type so there's grass there's um there's um water and there's air um and the legendary for fire has not been revealed yet so Uh, why did you why did you reveal it on stream stream? (laughs) I ain't revealing it. I, I've I've had it like that since when, when did I buy it? Could you imagine if it'd been sat on a rail and they could have sold for like five ETH? I bought it in February last year, so uh, about so, a year ago. So well, exactly okay, a year I'm, ago. So Chris, I've kept it unhatched without your hopium. Then how much are the legendary ones? The four legendaries or the three legendaries? What are they? What oh, are their last sales see, for? Um, wait, uh, deities. Here we go. Uh, wait, it won't work. Like this, because so the unhatched the floor price for a fire one, the lowest floor is 0.24, which isn't too bad. Uh, come on, yeah, I think you've, you need to clear all because right now you've still yeah. got all. Oh, okay, there you go. Uh, so these are the three, they've like, never been know, sold, I guess. None of them haven't... have been sold since pre reveal. Wow, so, yeah, and I begged to get on the whitelist for this i begged so hard i literally like wab.eth if you ever watch this <laughs> f you man could you imagine chris huh sorry you go no 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 go i say could you imagine chris if he noticed that you'd given them all this attention and he went i'm gonna give him one of the deities and you sat what? on it guess what he wouldn't have had any control because I had to buy on second. Oh, that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, but I I literally tweeted at him every day for like I don't know two three weeks, and he didn't. He he liked every single tweet that I made towards him, and Aww. never gave me anything. And so I think mint price was point zero three. Yeah, and I bought that's for point three seven. That's how crazy it was. Yeah, because this is this is the project which is linked to Sappy Seals. Mm, uh, okay. The Pixelverse is yeah, it's 
Yeah, and they're working yeah. on it, and I'm still very bullish on this. So you, you didn't get a whitelist for having a sappy seal then? No. No. See, that's crazy to me. Like, it would seem to me like the, the people you'd want... I suppose maybe if you want to grow your network. Thing is, thing is, there are 15,000 pixel pets, right? And there are 10,000 sappy seals. So you're giving yeah. away, like... Three, no, but you, you wouldn't have to. Your collection, no, but so. you could do whitelist like first five hundred or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, like Ghost Boys is done I, I, for. I'm not. Cool I'm cats. not defending him because because yeah, like he pissed me off. Oh, what's that? Uh, yeah, I got the sad cats. So this is a project. If you've heard of um, sad girl, um, uh, sad girl. Wait, what's it called again? Um. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Come on, your wallet. Um, here we go, Sad Cats. Uh, sad Girls Bar. If you've heard yeah. of Sad Girls Bar, um, I got in on Sad Girls Bar quite a while ago because it was like sort of female-centric. They were doing like all these different things, like collabs, and it did well for a while. And then they kind of, then they minted the Skeletons, which was a free mint, which is also in my list. So I've got the sad cats, and where's my skeleton? I, I didn't open my skeleton. Um, but yeah, like if you see, they went up to like 0.3, and now they're back down to like 0.02. So did a lot um, of volume though, a lot, a lot of volume there. Yeah, two and a half thousand ETH. Um, but yeah, so and I got a free, I got this as a free mint, uh, the skeleton, this one here. Which mm, I haven't cute. actually done that badly on rarity for that. Um, that's oh, good. Pretty good. 1,100 1, out of 5,000. But yeah, that was a free mint. And the floor price on that is. Um, yes, you're happy days. You've got 17 in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. It's free. So, um, And then uh, they released the Sad Cats, which um, have you. Um, what's his name again? Um, Pranksy. Oh, Pranksy. I like Prank. He's really big. Yeah, so Pranksy, basically, it wasn't doing anything. I had access to it for like a 0, 0.0. I think I had it for 0. 0.02 mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. that I could mint it. Um, and so I didn't until um, Pranksy ended up minting like a thousand of them or something. Whoa. Wait, you'll see here probably in the owners. Yeah, Pranksy has 500 of them. And Magpie NFT has 500 of them. They both minted them. And like they just started going. And I was like, mm. oh, okay. Because it minted out quite slowly. Like it didn't sell out initially. And like there was, it was like a week later that Pranksy got on it and minted 500 of them. And so I, when I saw that Pranksy was minting, I was like, okay, I'm going to mint. Yeah. Uh, and literally the next day it sold out. Um, so yeah, I've got two of these sad cats, which. I mean, again, it's all right. It's mid. It's cute. Um, I like it. That one's oh, wow. very low rarity. This one's a fancy one. Yeah, he's cool. That's, that's cool one thing I'm liking about how um they're doing the Ghost Boy is that he's limiting it all to one whitelist per wallet as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's really good. So you can not one whitelist. It's you have one. You, you can only mint one. Yeah, yeah. That's so what if you I want think more I than don't one, like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you end up getting these people who end up min minting like three or four, and then you're left out. Like, yeah, absolutely. it's just not fair. 
And this is the latest one that I got, which I got very recently and I revealed. Uh, it was, I mentioned in, I might have mentioned to you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, Carrefour, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I couldn't open it. I managed to open it and I got a rarity number six. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been better off just buying one off the floor, <laughs> to be fair. But I thought, you know what? I'll risk it. You're a gambling um, man. You've got to take the risk sometimes. Exactly. Mm. Now I've got this thing, which we don't know what it does yet. So. Ooh, uh, surprise. The character, yeah, stuff. But yeah, that, that's basically all I've got that I've revealed. So as you can tell, and I'm a lucky man generally in life. I mean, I want a sappy seal. Okay, so, that's true. So like all my friends call me Jammy and they're like, oh, how did you do that? God. And then this is me showing you that I've got on reveals very, very mid to low. Look, Chris, I, I enjoyed the tour around the graveyard of mediocre art, but you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just going to go. No, no, no. It's not your mediocre art. It's mediocre yeah. art you <laughs> no, My mediocre art was on, on show the previous. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the chili wasn't the best, but it was good. I, I enjoyed it. But yeah. no, so so yeah, I'm hoping. Look, I'm gonna hope there that what's gonna happen is we're gonna mint. Stash is gonna get a one of one. He's gonna be thrilled. Not the thing sell. is, though, right? My my pixel pet, the the unrevealed one, the unhatched one, 100 percent the deity, right? Is is 100 percent the legendary one? Obviously, yeah, but you could not. I, wonder, I wonder how many unhatched fire ones are left. I, I think is... there's about a thousand. So oh, oh, when... come on, those are I good odds. Four, four in fifteen thousand, right? Chance, which yeah. is what uh, four in fifteen thousand chance. That's like one in three thousand, one in yeah. three thousand five hundred. Um, two a one in one thousand chance. I mean, chance I, I know which odds I'm taking. Come uh, on! <laughs> if you do I'll... open it, it has to be on stream. It has to yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I definitely will open it at some point, but it'll probably be closer to like when Pixel Pixelverse starts doing Picks something. Up. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, because obviously, in order to use your pixel pet in the game, you need to have hatched your pixel pet. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And are, are Pokemon going to sue them for ripping off Pokemon cards, <laughs> or is that uh, that no, coming later? There's, there's enough differences that that they can't. Absolutely. So, right. So that's that's a trip around my virginity. <laughs> in in addition to that, <laughs> well, I'm not the one who described it as popping my cherry. In um, addition to that, another project that is uh, doing their public token launch. Is that, is that right? Have I, have I said that right? Or have I missed yeah. it there? ICO. Uh, ICO. There we go. An ICO is Minima. Minima are a company that we met at Zebu Live. And they are essentially trying to create the first truly decentralized blockchain by having nodes run on individuals' phones rather than having centralized uh, collections of people who actually do all the transactions. Because at the moment, on, say, like Ethereum or, Bit or like Bitcoin, there are big centralized hubs that are doing it, typically. Obviously, like, back in the day when it was designed, people would do it with GPUs. Stash has had enough. Stash has had enough, yeah. He's had enough. He's like, he's he's like that was bloody dull. I had, had to it. get some water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, typically the way it works is there's large centralized computes, essentially, we'll call them compute areas, whatever, around the world, processing these transactions of the exchanges. Minima, the way they're doing it is they're going, everyone's going to have an app on their phone, 
and it'll all run one big blockchain and it'll all run off our mobile devices and you don't need to be worried about you know people ruining your consensus or whatever because they control the power and sort of it's it, it's honestly the blockchain with the so one of the true tenets of like blockchain technology built into it is the decentralization because i think over time that's definitely been faded out as people have made more money they've cared less about decentralization yeah, i don't know if you boys would agree in some way yeah i do they at the end yeah. of the game of minimal what i understand is one day they're just gonna not touch the network anymore it's gonna grow to a certain point where no one actor can basically essentially hack it by taking control of the network by having millions of phones in some warehouse that controls the network kind of thing but mm -hmm. it, i really like this idea for having a specific blockchain for like the phones and apps that's able to because it has four different layers um as i'm as i remember and each one has like specific specifics for let's say transactions ones for building apps and one's the execution layer where everything happens in the background and mm. having that is way more better than having like saying ethereum on your phone because that's a heavy it, it, it's network just, and that's the thing it's about it's about producing these networks that will actually work in the real world like because the end place of blockchain i can look at it a little bit with the blockchain technology like we've got big massive mainframes and i know that web 2 stuff has gone back this other way where actually people don't run servers anymore like normally what you do is you have big amazon aws servers because for cost and efficiency it's easier to run mm. like that but yeah. why are we using big massive compute powers when everyone has a little computer in their pocket and they want to self all they want to self all things and process the network you know to me Everyone using the mobile phones makes loads of sense, and it also helps out people in all around the world. So, for example, if you're in a in a uh, a less wealthy country, gas fees can be crippling. But if the gas yeah. fees are massively reduced by the fact that it's a massive network that's all run cheaply, then it, then it just works a lot better. My only concern is there is a distinct lack of efficiency of running lots of smaller instances. So, like, for example, for all of us, say we were running the app and it drained 1% of your battery a day faster, but it does that on everyone's phones worldwide for 10 years. How much power has that used compared to single compute? Yeah. That's my only concern with it, is is but, that less efficient? Because a big, a big argument, right, for um, people who are against blockchain technology and all that is oh it uses up so much power oh it's yeah. destroying the planet we're destroying the planet mining these silly blocks on some random chain that i've got nothing to do with yeah no it, it's a valid point because hmm. right we're trying to save our planet we're going through like a climate crisis as well <laughs> um but yeah i feel like the amount of times people spend on their phones anyway the battery like th this is pushing forward sort of like innovation right in a way oh absolutely Where, yeah and and people people are going to be using their phones anyway for some reason like whether it's playing candy crush and you lose your percentage of battery right <laughs> or yeah. whether it's doing using minima like i don't think it's really a valid argument well no i, I just yeah i'll just i like to play devil's advocate i, I feel like for me it's it was the only true way to have a decentralized blockchain 
is to have it run on an enormous amount of nodes. Like that that's how it was designed. Yeah. I, Original I... blockchain tech is it, that it was everyone could be able to run this on their computer, but it turns out that doesn't work over so... the long term on like Bitcoin. But it, it doesn't mean it can't work for other you know protocols. Well there was that big hack on the Binance bridge and CZ was able to call up the top six nodes to sh- because Binance only has 10 nodes, right? Yeah. So, yeah, 10 validators. And yeah, he was able to halt the entire chain because someone hacked his bridge. So the more uh, when it comes, the true decentralization comes from having all these spread out networks. Yeah, rather than 10 guys, you can be like, oh, wait a second, guys. Sorry, I need to... Wait a second, there's, there's 30 million about to be fucking cashed out to some random place. But, but then this. again, I'll devil's advocate that and say, isn't that good? Because, you okay, so say how many people in the world hold BNB? If that bridge had been hacked, how what, what would the price of BNB hit? Do you know what I mean? Because actually, halting that theft, right, could have actually saved lots of people millions of oh, pounds. Oh, no, I, I, there, there, it's, there, it's I, tricky, I totally agree isn't it? with you. It I would have been lo- like Luna all over again. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think it would have been because like, Binance have got cash, haven't they? But... Do you mean, I think they could get over 30 million quid. It, it'd be a massive blow, but I'm sure they could recover from that. But I think just for me, like there are benefits to centralization. Um, it, it just is risky, isn't it? To just give someone else the keys to the castle. Mm. But then yeah. again, is the rabble... Well, that's why you have the to rabble... build a robust system to prevent these kinds of things. And that's why there's going to be stress testing or, I don't know, it's going to be hard to choose. Have Do you, you want... guys? Have you guys heard of something called Pi? Yeah, Pi. I have. Yeah, so the Pi Pi is for those who don't know, um, it's a cryptocurrency which you mine on your on your phone, right? It's mm-hmm. through an app. Every twenty four hours, you click on the button and it mines Pi for you, right? I've been doing this for like two and a half years now. I think <laughs> been mining Pi. I've currently got about two and a half thousand. Nice. in my wallet sort of thing but basically the way you, you raise the amount that you can mine is by getting more people in your circle sort of thing mm-hmm. so um yeah like i mean it's halved quite a lot so i think at the peak i was mining something like uh point point three pi per hour oh yeah like that. and now it's point zero nine so it's gone down quite a bit because of halving and stuff like that. But um, that's a similar sort of thing, I guess. But it hasn't launched officially. So everyone's like, oh, it's just a scam um, because they want to gain revenue from advertisements and stuff like that, which they do have advertisements on their app. However, they have an option to turn it off if you mm-hmm. want to. Like they're basically coming up and being like, okay, we have advertisements, but that is purely to support us financially whilst we're sort of creating this yeah. thing, right? So, yeah, it's a similar concept and what you were saying about it being on phones and stuff like that. Um, and I I don't know enough about it uh, to comment, but Pi is actually trading right now um, for when, like, it's like an IOU sort of system uh, on Huobi. Um, so... Pi Network, and it's quite crazy the prices that it has reached on that. So Pi Network, if I check right now um, on crypto, um, 
cryptocurrency. I thought they didn't want it people to sell. Yeah, so I mean, technically you can't because it's not public yet. But Huobi on like an I, it's it's strange. I'm not I'm not really here. I don't really get it fully. Um, but it's forty two pounds forty per pie on there. Wow. And you got two thousand. I've got two and a half thousand. Yeah. So you can However, just say I owe you two and a half thousand. Give me forty quid per coin and see you later. Yeah. However, there is a warning at the top. There have been reports questioning the legitimacy of Pi Network. Please note the main net is not launched yet, and price display below for certain exchanges reflect the value of the IOUs, and it may not be transferable across exchanges. So, right, what you've just described there reminds me of. Do you gents remember me talking about a project someone talked to me about called Safu X? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that was yeah. a that I said that reeks of a scam. They've rebranded to Vulcan Blockchain. Oh wow! Right, and as far as I'm aware, everyone's tokens are still locked up, but. I watched a fascinating video on it late at night because I was really interested. And this guy was talking about how liquidity pools work and liquidity pairings. Mm -hmm. So for liquidity pools to work, you need to put in, obviously, for example, a a pair, don't you? Right. Mm -hmm. So people were sacrificing Ethereum and their, their Seifu tokens. Right. So they were putting those in. To get liquidity out... They could no longer get they could no longer get their liquidity out. It was locked away. So essentially, what's happened with this rebrand is all the BNB. I think it was BNB and Safi they were putting yeah. away. They now can no longer get access to that BNB because they've sacrificed it away. But the guy mm-hmm. who sets it up can. So it's he like can, a honey. It's called a honeypot scheme where yeah. So he can, can now donate. pull out their BNB or their ETH or whatever they put in. Yeah. They can't touch it because they they can't get onto that contract or whatever. And essentially, he's merged them to a different blockchain called Vulcan so that when he moved that, he could top back up the Vulcan with other bits, but actually skim all of this BNB out of the liquidity pools when they do the move over. And it was really interesting. The guy was going through EthScan or BNB scan, whatever it was, going through explaining how this functions. And I think it's fascinating when you go through because I went on the Vulcan website and their total Ethereum sacrifice to date is $508,000 apparently. Let alone what people bought. People bought these nodes. People did all sorts of other bits. So just when Chris was talking about his there, if you're not putting real world money in, fair enough. Like You're not actually really losing. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm just pressing a button every day, right? (laughs) Yeah. be using some of my power on my phone i don't know or like it might um they obviously get some revenue because of ads and stuff like that but at the end of the day i'm not paying anything for it yeah exactly look that's what i mean but like the point at which people are saying give us your money to buy into this thing and sacrificing to get more and these massive gains just oh it's, it's just scammy behavior also the fact that if a company ups and just changes its name, run a mile. Like, like if it's not, if it's like a full, complete logo rebrand, name rebrand, everything is changing, right? It's still yeah, the same website, though. Yeah, 100%. Because do you remember when, when I looked at the Safety one with you guys, there was like a bit, like, it was something like called the like the bit, Bitcoin Bonanza. 
when yeah. people could they're like, oh, we've certain amount of Bitcoin. It's now called the Ethereum extravaganza. I mean, it's the same. It's the exact same. Uh, at screen. least he's coming up with catchy themes. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, look, if you're gonna scam, Next you better up, be the Cardano craze. <laughs> if you're gonna be scammy, you better be fun with it. But yeah. it's like it's ridiculous because people just move over. But people's life savings will go on a project like this. Yeah, it's scary and sad, and they just won't realize it. It's, it's people. People want to get rich quick, and they just don't realize that they are not going to get rich doing that. So what you should do instead is gamble on NFTs like we're doing. Yay! <laughs> and this is where we end the pod. <laughs> and this is where and this is where we end the pod. But our last segment that we do every single week, unless Stats forgets or is ill or doesn't have the money. Oh, oh you know, the last few weeks where he's disappointed us thoroughly. Oh, in fairness, Chris, we've not we've not regularly been recording on our normal record day, as we're not doing today. So I'll I'll cut him a little bit of slack. Oh, right. This is something different and new. Let's get a look at that. Okay, that, that kind of looks like it looks like. <gasps> I it's think got... I know what that is and where it's from. Oh, right. right. It looks it looks like a donut, but it's mm -hmm. it's wrapped. It's like so is that? Is it, does it have cinnamon in it? Is it yes. a cinnamon? Is it a cinnamon? It's kinda. Yeah, I guess you can. Cinnamon, it but it's got other stuff. Cinnabon? Huh? Huh? Is it from Cinnabon? No, it's not from Cinnabon. Oh, okay. Stash okay. is too bougie for brands. Yeah, oh well, no, this is this is this isn't the usual class I go for, but uh, I, I heard good things about this, so I was like Cinnabon okay, recently okay. came to the UK, so I was like, really? oh, I've been able say, to leave uni. I, I've got a good strong guess, Stash. Okay, go for it. I think that is a creamy glaze spinner. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm from the I don't know the cream pie cake shop. Close. Chris, what are you thinking? I I was gonna say cinnabon. So uh, a cinnabon from a toffee cinnabon from a cinnabon. <laughs> You're both wrong. This is a caramelized biscuit bun from yours truly, Aldi. Is it? It's actually so good. It's a bit dry, but the actual flavors of it is actually really good. Matches your I know. I know this isn't my <laughs> usual six pound per donut, but Aldi. yeah. Do you, do you know who has the best bakery? Lidl has got the best bakery. Oh, Lidl hunt absolutely no hands down. This. Uh, uh, why is their bakery so good? It's just, it's just too good. It's European, that's why, because that's what every European supermarket. We, we went like. a little in Greece, and in Greece they have a really big thing about pastries, right? Mm. Um, they have like cheese pies, they have spinach pies, they have everything, and all in like flaky pastry. And it was so cheap there; it was like a euro for these things. And I was like, we we just got lunch from there every day when I was in Greece. <laughs> it was so good, <laughs> right? Well, with, with our with our, our Grecian story and yeah. stash eating a cake. Thank you. From Aldi. From Aldi. From Aldi. I'm sure he tutted at the people in there as he went through. <laughs> excuse <laughs> me, excuse me. Yeah. Isn't there isn't a waitress greeter at the door? But no, that that has been this week. We've been web three with me, James. Me, Chris. And me, Stash. Thank you. Au revoir. <laughs>